0: hello this is the b movie breakdown episode number 263 and once we get into we didn't mention that actually when we talked about the movie no we didn't it was and i'm breaking a... the little fourth wall that we record this intro uh, after actually uh so i shouldn't do that and yeah, nobody knows and nobody knows but uh but yes uh, the hello part uh you will know if you've seen this week's film but before we get to that, this is the B-Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck, ho-ho-fuck, what the ho-ho-fuck. Indeed. It's Christmas time, it's, uh, the a character says that in this week's movie, so it's, it all flows in, in, in that way. Uh, you may hear a different voice on the podcast right now, uh, one you heard last week actually, Pat is with us again. Sometimes friend of the show. He, uh, uh replacing Nick this week as Nick is out sick. So we did a replacement, uh, this week on the podcast. We don't normally do those too often. So thank you for filling in for Nick. No problem. And, uh, if you want to reach us, uh, on social media, follow us at B movie breakdown, especially on the Instagram. And you can email us, bmbpodcast at gmail.com with any movies that you've made that you want us to watch um remember we will be honest uh, with our opinions so if we made a piece of crap we're probably gonna talk about how it's a piece of crap <laughs> don't get your feelings hurt and uh but if you have suggestions as well you can send them to the to the email or you can uh, dm us on social media and uh go listen to weird and feared you can find that wherever you get podcasts as well that's nick's other podcast where they talk about monsters and creatures and myths and all sorts of spooky things it's good. and follow him at scatterville stories on the instagram this week we're continuing our holiday themed episodes last week was richie rich's christmas wish and this week is 1974 horror classic i think it should be considered a classic because it was definitely breaking some cr- ground at the time i'd say so yeah yeah bob clark's black christmas it's
1: the best of the be movie breakdown at the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown at the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown at the best of the worst.
0: Be movie breakdown. Well, this movie has about as much to do with Christmas as like Die Hard. Pretty much, it is like the. I mean, there's decorations. It is like the Die Hard equivalent horror equivalent of Die Hard. Yeah. For like, cause it really it Christmas time, and there's Christmas tree. That's. And there's carolers. That's it, really. But really, that's it. There's, it's not like it's on. Even. Did they even say Christmas ever? Even once? Die Hard is on Christmas Eve, isn't it? Yeah, it might be. It might be. Or at least the second one is, I think, where he's at the airport. Yeah. But this is like, this it's, just... it's just Christmas time. It's yeah. like Lethal Weapon. Yeah. It's like Die Hard. Isn't it weird, though, that Die Hard gets like, all the love for being a Christmas movie, when Lethal Weapon is also a movie that takes place around Christmas time? The first one is? Yeah. I don't remember You don't that. remember the fight at the end with uh, them and Gary Busey fighting on the lawn, and all their right. house is decorated for Christmas. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: I always think like Die Hard and then Gremlins, like the non Christmas Christmas movies. Yeah. Oh, well, Gremlins well, is more of one. De- I mean,
0: Gremlins like, a, is definitely one more one because there's like the Santa yeah. story and it's, it's just, like unconventional the presents, and, as a Christmas movie. Right, unconventional Christmas movies. And and this one is too. I mean, most horror Christmas movies are. Yeah. But this one, as far as all, any of them that I've ever seen, it's the least amount of Christmassy. And, like, the new, this new Black Christmas that comes out in a week, mm-hmm. or in a few days from when this podcast goes up, uh, that looks more Christmassy than... Even in the trailer, There's
1: like, they're dressing up like Santa's helpers and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and so it's, it's definitely seems more Christmassy than this one. And, yeah, it's just the Die Hard equivalent. It's just their yeah, the horror equivalent of Die Hard. It's just, that's what it is. It's... But it gets no love, and I don't. I, I mean, it's it's a fine movie. I don't think there's anything wrong with this movie. No, it was uh, awesome. Uh, I liked the killer stuff in it. I loved his phone calls. That was creepy. Very that creepy and weird. Way creeper than, like, it, Scream would be like, the only way I, think of. I can explain the phone calls for anybody who's not seen it. It's just like if somebody was going like this
1: Billy! Billy! Billy. 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 Agnes! Billy! It's Billy! Agnes is Billy!
0: You cunt! Be, uh, you cunt. Stop suck suck cunt. Suck be cunt. Suck my juicy cock. Just like this guy with Tourette's <laughs> or something. Like Just all over the board. This guy man was a true psychopath. Do we know it was really a man though? We don't know that. No, we don't know if it was a man. We don't know that. <laughs> well no, they did show like a face at one time. There was like a glimpse. Yeah, but still. It was, it, it was, it like, was a was very quick glimpse and the hands, I don't know, Maybe they showed the hands, they yeah. looked very manly. And the body, like, when they showed that glimpse, it was like you could see the body. But yeah, I guess it could be a woman. It could, it could be, be yeah. like, a weird, like, sleepaway camp scenario, yeah. you know, type thing. So you could have something like that going on, but I, I don't think so. I don't think that this movie is credited I think find out,
1: really. I don't think there's as a big a, twist like that. An official sequel to it. No, the there's no writer. sequels,
0: and I can't remember anything about the 2006 remake and if it... Which, If it does anything along the same lines as this one, as far as reveal or not reveal, or who is and who isn't. Uh, It's interesting, though, because we were mentioning that this movie is very loosely around Christmas. And when it it came out, um, so this was a Canadian horror film, lots of Canadian horror, horror films in the 80s. Really, we've watched a number of them up for this podcast. It's Like a Canadian horror
1: revolution. Yeah, really. Cool. it really seriously was.
0: There's a lot of good, a lot of good Canadian horror that came out uh, around this time, around the '80s. This well, this was the one. '70s though, but the '80s, yeah. like '70s, mid '70s into the '80s, was a lot of Canadian horror movies. And so when it came out in the states. Warner Brothers was doing the distribution, and they wanted—they initially changed the title to *Silent Night, Evil Night*. Ugh, that's be- bad. <laughs> because they didn't want to mislead people into believing it was a black exploitation film.
1: <laughs> I guess yeah, that's true, but because they don't want people—marketing I mean, be- was way different then, right?
0: But they didn't want to trick people like, yeah. "Oh, Black Christmas, this is a black exploitation film." Somebody goes and sees it, and they're like, "Yeah." This is not what I thought it was gonna be, yeah. or they don't go see it because they think it's a black exploitation film, and that's not what they want to go see. They yeah. want to.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting take. Yeah,
0: but me. then they then they retracted the title after the initial re- release, restoring it to Black Christmas. Did they even
1: have movie trailers on TV? You think back then, or was it only in theaters? I um,
0: probably only in theaters. So yeah,
1: only if you saw like a movie. Poster? Especially for
0: a movie like this.
1: Yeah, oh that's true. Yeah.
0: Probably only, and it's funny because being a Christmas themed movie. Um, it came out in October. Oh, okay. For Halloween purposes, like, you know, horror movies come out around that time a lot of times, so it still happens um, though. Yeah. And it grossed over four million dollars internationally. Yeah, it did pretty good. So yeah, it did it did pretty well, yeah. What, six hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Only thing in the UK they removed the word cunt. What in the UK? Yeah. What? When released in the UK the BBFC had the word cunt removed and several other crude and sexual references during the first obscene phone call. They use the word cunts like the word the over there. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, here I, I can imagine. It's, because when they say it like that, it's like but they always, not meaning that, Oh, but the they, way they, it's referenced they, it, in this.
1: When they talk about the actual organ. Yeah. Okay, and not so, like calling someone a cunt. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense, I guess then. Uh, this,
0: but then in, um, when this movie was on its network television premiere um, When was that it was on NBC January 28th 1978 um, it was their weekly Saturday night at the movies uh-huh and they which is funny like horror Horror-cri- January yeah. whatever in the 70s but in uh, but they 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 released the film as Stranger in the House what
1: the heck so weird like what's what's the hold up on that it doesn't make sense i mean the black christmas one yeah because of the black exploitation thing but why that
0: but it never ended up airing because 2 weeks prior to its premiere the shy omega sorority house or kai maybe kai chai i don't know Sorority house on the campus of Florida State University was the scene of a double murder in which two Chi Omega sisters asleep in their beds were bludgeoned to death. Whoa, dude. The killer went to a nearby room in the sorority house and violently attacked two more sleeping co-eds who survived. The killer was later identified as Ted Bundy.
1: Oh, well. Who was
0: executed for this and other homicides. Was that after he escaped? Because I think he went to Florida after he escaped. Uh, Possibly, yeah.
1: Because that's his, Man.
0: Yeah, so that was... T- you think he Bund- watched
1: the movie and he's like, oh, <laughs> this, this movie influenced So, the yeah, a few,
0: and a few days before the movie was set to premiere on the network television, Florida's then governor contacted NBC president to not show the movie.
1: I guess that's probably appropriate. Man, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch.
0: Yeah, kind of a weird timing, weird, like, with sorority... But you know what? There's a lot of sorority house... Murderers, murder, well, m- movies. <laughs> oh, movies. Okay, <laughs> I think it's just murders. Yeah, sorority house massacre. <laughs> there's a lot of those fratern, you know, it's all those sorority. There's a lot of those oh, horror yeah. movies that take place around, in and around a sorority house. Yeah. So it's not like this might have been the first. I don't really know. It was just bad timing with the But just bad, for as far as the TV premiere, release, yeah, yeah, nationwide TV premiere. Uh, yeah, kind of rough timing there. Yeah, I feel
1: like that's when he escaped prison. That's right away he went and he just killed a bunch of girls after being in prison for killing a bunch of girls.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. That's but wild. um, Yeah, it, I mean, it's just, it's interesting to see that this movie has now been remade twice.
1: Yeah. Uh, the original's awesome, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I really no did need to like remake this. Because I think this the first sequel is not good from what I saw from reviews.
0: So in the remake I'm trying to read the 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 some things about the remake. Mhm. There are two killers in the remake. Okay. Billy and Agnes. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So there are the is revealed to be Agnes now an adult. So maybe there's like there was two killers all the wa- whole time. Like so it's like So it says this is basically the Summation of the remake. Billy Lenz, a boy born with severe jaundice, is constantly abused by his hateful mother. With the help of her lover, um, she murders Billy's father, Frank, on Christmas Eve 1975. Oh, what the hell? So it kind of ties into a little bit more. But nine months later... It's a cool plot. so So basically she goes into the... Okay, here I'm skipping things cuz this is a, there's a lot for this for this one. <laughs> um they bury the body in the house's crawl space. To prevent Billy from talking, she imprisons him in the attic. Years later, Constance Constance, who's the mom, attempts to con- conceive another child but realizes that her boyfriend is impotent. She goes to the attic and rapes 12-year-old Billy. What? 9 months later, Constance gives birth to their daughter, Agnes. Oh my gosh, dude. Constance uses the occasion of Agnes's birth to further reject Billy, and her boyfriend believes he fathered Agnes. On Christmas Day 1991, Billy escapes from the attic and disf- disfigures eight-year-old Agnes by gouging her eye out. Oh, my goodness. He then brutally murders mother and her lover. He is then caught by the police eating cookies made out for- of his mother's flesh mm. and sent to the mental uh, asylum. Jeez, dude. They took it to a whole other level <laughs> in that <laughs> one. Right? Wow. But you know what? This is right around the time of like Saw. So when things were a little these more... like horror porn type okay. movies. So you're oh. getting a little bit more like uh... more brutal and more brutal and gruesome. Top. And yeah, and then it says 15 years later on the eve on Christmas Eve, Billy escapes from his cell and heads to his former home, which is now a sorority house. Uh, okay, and then, but his, then things you know, his headquarters is in the attic. And yeah, that one basically, too. why he's in the attic, things like that, so forth, you know. And then all of a sudden you find out that the killer is revealed to be Agnes, now an adult. And uh, Billy appears in the attic as well. Agnes along with Billy attack. So it's basically like they're both kind of like, you know.
1: The newest one is supposed to be like a loose sequel to the original. To this one, the
0: 1974 one that we yeah. watched. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's interesting though that the, the the remake though ties more into Christmas. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's reasons. Yeah. So, it's like, Billy, uh, he was beat up on Christmas, raped on Christmas. His was killed on Christmas Eve, right? Christmas Eve, yeah. yeah. So, it's like all this stuff about Christmas, this and that. So, it's a lot of like, it's almost like uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. In that movie, the two little boys in the movie witness their parents be murdered by Santa Claus. hmm So, when they, when they grow up, well, the one kid is like older. He... Like, starts, like, forever. he's, like, Santa Claus stuff triggers him. Okay. And he, like, loses it mm-hmm. when people start talking about Santa to him, all this stuff. So, eventually, he, when they, they, basically, this toy store he works for forces him to dress as Santa Claus. Why would he work at a toy store if his parents were murdered? And then, so, he Santa, dresses Christmas. Santa Claus, and really loses it, and starts so killing people. No. And he's always, like, punish. <laughs> it's, like, a whole thing. Uh, if you want to do that, he was looking for an excuse. We did watch it for the podcast a long time ago. So you can go back and listen to that episode. And then also our friends over at neon brainiacs recently just did an episode about black, uh, silent night, deadly night for their podcast. Oh, Okay. So you can go listen to their take on silent night, deadly night, uh, as well. But that it's a, it's a pretty good, you've seen that one. Yeah. It's a pretty good. Christmassy horror. What year is that from? The eighties.
1: Eighties. Okay.
0: And, uh, silent night, deadly night two is like, uh, I was talking about it last week. It's like forty five minutes is like a recap. Oh of yeah. The last yeah, movie. And then the <laughs> then it kind of goes on from there. And then it so has just like, watch the second one. <laughs> and that has the garbage day scene in it. Oh okay, it yeah, yeah, the yeah. I do remember that from one. last week. Okay. Uh, I do remember though at the video store all the time for Silent Night Deadly... Night. Okay. So at the video store, when you go to the horror section, mm-hmm. I always remember seeing the um cover the the box for this one, Silent Night Deadly Night Five, the Toy Maker.
1: Okay. And it would I scare the crap yeah. out of me. The
0: spooky toys. These all these like spooky evil toys. Yeah. And I've never seen this one. Yeah. Uh, uh, once it gets past like two, it's very hard to find. Uh, Just in general. In general, yeah, but more recently the. First one's been out on Blu-ray for a while via Shout Factory, uh, Scream Factory, whatever, same thing. And then the second one just came out from them as well. Even Black Christmas, they released. Okay. They just take all the these obscure horror movies, give them amazing Blu-ray releases. Yeah. Tons of fe- tons of features, commentary, all this stuff like that. I wonder so.
1: why there wasn't a sequel to this movie. I mean, definitely could have used one.
0: You know. Yeah, Why you not? could you could have just done another one with like, oh, the killer, who is the killer, blah 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 yeah. blah, blah like stuff like that. Um, I'm not really sure. It's just, just bad timing, maybe, maybe I don't know,
1: because the Canadian horror film stuff didn't start until like a little later, decade later.
0: Yeah, like the the Canadian horror stuff did definitely did pick up after that. And I mean, like I think at the time, two sequels weren't. A thing oh, real big you yeah. know in this in mid 70s yeah they
1: just made the one
0: yes there, there were sequels weren't really a thing um and especially the slasher genre kind of wasn't really picking up yet you had this and texas chainsaw come out the same year oh wow so two mm, that's obviously more regarded as like the one of the first but this really should be have more eyes on it for being like kind of like obviously psycho is like Right, the quintessential slasher movie. Yeah. And then you, but then you, you're all, you have a while until you get to something like this, where you have um, this in Texas Chainsaw and even The Town That Dreaded Sundown. And that is. I feel like those two probably garnered
1: a lot of. Uh, and that
0: was 76, so that's even a couple years after this. Back in the day,
1: you know, Moms with signs oh, yeah. protesting the movie theaters. Oh, yeah,
0: I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure lots of protests for any movies like this, these gruesome, bloody. Um, Texas Chainsaw I know did because, because people thought it was real.
1: Oh yeah. Like I thought it was real up until I was like
0: 13. Yeah. People thought it was real. The opening with that narration and everything Mm -hmm. like that and the way it's filmed, it makes it feel very gritty and real. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know. I think even
1: my father like messing with is like, yeah, this is a real movie. This
0: happened.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Just like laying it on
0: thick on the Texas Chainsaw. (laughs) Yeah, I it's yeah it's just one of those. I I think because it tied in with like Ed Gein m- murders too mm-hmm. that people thought like you know yeah like, oh there was a guy this is this has to be it right this is like the guy yeah but you know it's almost like later on and down the road with Blair Witch it was like that oh yeah they recaptured that same people still the same thing but they obviously found footage. A little bit more real. Well, even when that came out, what year was that? Blair Witch was 90,
1: early late 90s. People was saying that was real for sure too. Yeah. Right, but
0: but Blair Witch got him ninety nine. I was right. Yeah, um, Blair Witch got people even more because that's a found footage movie. It was like the first one. Because when you got a movie like Texas Chainsaw, it's it's all there's no perspective. It's all filmed. It's this has more Black Christmas has more yeah. POV shots and stuff like that than Texas Chainsaw does. But uh, yeah, Blair Witch really had people going. It's funny we were watching the we watched that show Schooled. It's on ABC. It's like a spinoff of the Goldbergs. Okay. And there's an uh, it takes place in the nineties. And there was an episode where they showed Blair Witch to like some of the kids at the school, oh. and the kids were like freaked out and like didn't know like because yeah. So
1: they're afraid the Blair Witch is gonna come get them. Yeah, it was like That's a whole awesome.
0: thing of like why would you show kids this? What character they spin off of on Goldbergs? Ah, uh,
1: Lacey. Oh really? Oh okay. I think I you told me that before. So okay, Barry's yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: girlfriend. Yeah. In the show, it, yeah. it's like a, it's like her in the nineties spinoff. But then, uh, but not just her. It's um, the coach, uh, Brian Callen's a, character. Yeah. He's also one. It's like he's also one of the main characters still. And then Tim Meadows' character, who's the guidance counselor, Goldberg's, but he's the principal in school. So
1: he got a new. So basically,
0: those three are like the three main. Is he still like sad and (laughs) pathetic in it? Um, sometimes that's good.
1: (laughs) He does it well.
0: But he, yeah, but things usually work out for him. Um, But he's, yeah,
1: he's fantastic on there. Side note: On you saw Joker, right? Yes. You know, it's Brian Callen's part. Yeah. Which is like he's in the mirror, pretty much. That's it. Yeah. But right away, the first time you hear his voice, only. In the one scene, I'm like, that's Brian Cannon. Yeah. And then he's got his little bit part. That, there are a few comedians. And then happy. you even had
0: uh, Gary Gullman was the comedian on stage. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Doing, the, like, the stand-up bit yeah. that introduces him. Yeah, so, sweet. but But uh, that's another crazy killer movie, right? Oh, yeah. Appear? That's up there. Um, kind
1: of in the same vein as this one, you know? Nice burn of a crazy guy.
0: Yeah, nice this... Slow burn. This, I think, is almost more of a crazy person. I'd say so. This is right away. I mean, he's obviously we don't know his what's going on in this man's head or who he uh, is or what's going on. How many people are in there? This is definitely like while the Joker is a crazy person, this is more of a crazy person because they're just spewing out nonsense. Yeah, calling these. Poor girls on the phone constantly. Those phone calls are
1: super creepy.
0: And the dude. phone calls They're are really just like creepy. when there's pig noises, like or when there's like when he's like murdering somebody or not, or like or a baby like crying. Baby, but it's him. He's yeah. it's just him going. Wee wee It's Kind of like
1: he was doing like or he had like two baby at the baby time. the time That could have been it. Yeah, When
0: well, like the face baby appeared. Yeah, like I don't even. Yeah, it's just a really weird, and it does a good job of like picking off people one by one. I guess like maybe from. A lot of people nowadays probably be too slow. You think? Because yeah, the first girl dies, and then it's a while oh before yeah, you get the true. next death yeah. when it's the house mom. Uh, or the sorority house mom or whatever. Probably like, almost. And then true. after her, it's Margot Kidder's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember who, what her name was. Barb. Barb. Barb the drunk. Uh, Barb the drunk. Lois Barb Lane. The sloppy drunk. She was. Oh my god, her character was so drunk all the time, and she was like a big time whore. Drinking brown liquor. Like, it's probably what about what she called her mother. Like I don't know how any other way to describe her as being like a big time whore. Did she's she just call like her super slut. Like it's just like, dude, she's like. Just, like, a drunken mess of a... Like, she just wanted to fuck all the time and drink all the time. She was, that was literally her character. Yeah.
1: She called her mother, I think, a gold medal whore. She did. The
0: phone. <laughs> she was... She would love it. She was bringing she was, some she, random she dude on the ski no, trip. She had no, like, uh, reservations about being a She had no filter. Whore. No. She is, she's loved being this, like... Yeah. This, like, promiscuous and drunk... Just and drinking blood. There are no drugs in this day. movie. I did notice that there were no drugs in this movie. No. Uh, For being the movie mid seventies, you know. Yeah, you think, think there'd be maybe some drug use, or, especially in the eighties. There's a lot of drug use in the in the horror movies, but in this, no. She's just and her and the house mom are the only two that are really drunk more than anything. I don't understand why the house mom. She's hiding her liquor everywhere. I don't like, know. Everybody she's else is setting an example, so she doesn't want. I mean, um, she
1: stumbles into the front door every time she comes yeah, through. But they did know she she not, she's drunk.
0: But maybe, like, outsiders, they didn't want her to see her drunk. Yeah. Like, oh, the girls are drunk because they're sorority girls. But yeah, she was
1: supposed to be taking care of them, which that's not a thing anymore. There's no house moms like that anymore, are there? No. There's, like, maybe in some. Well, more there's, remember there's that places. movie House Bunny? Yes.
0: But that's like, she's like the house mom.
1: For the bunnies, yeah.
0: No, for the, she goes to the sorority. Oh, she does do that, yeah. She's a former, it's called bunny, because she's a former playboy bunny, and it becomes like the house mom. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know, I don't know on that, I don't know anything about sororities really, or anything like that, so I don't really know if that's still a, a thing that exists it's a weird, it's kind of a weird concept, I feel like. Maybe that's why she was a drunk. She's like, what am I doing? Yeah, what am I doing with these girls? Taking schnapps uh, out of the toilet. She was a great character. I loved she her. She was great. She's super filthy mouth. Like, uh, like, just like, I loved her character. She was uh, out of control sometimes, but I was really bummed out to see that to when she died. Yeah. I thought that there was a character. She was funny. Which is weird because uh, you would have thought that she would have stayed alive, like a more, more At so the, the, the more end. so that the girls would get killed. Yeah. Than like her, uh, but the and you really never find out what happened to the girl with the glasses and her boyfriend.
1: We never the saw girl them. With the glasses is thrown on top of uh, Lois Lane's body. Remember? Right.
0: Right, but with the, her boyfriend though. Her
1: boyfriend is in the end. Oh no, that you talking about the mustached man?
0: Yeah, Phil. Yeah. Remember, they're going to go have sex and that's when they discover the body. But we never see them get murdered, right? She think. remember, what was the, the main girl's name? Jess? She thinks they're upstairs, right? Yeah. But what, we never, do we ever see their fate? We see, we don't see the other boyfriend. We don't see her boyfriend again. She says, um, so-and-so and Phil are upstairs. Okay. The glasses girl uh-huh. and Phil. She says they're upstairs sleeping. No,
1: she said Barb and Phil. The girl with the glasses is Phil. That's where you're mistaken.
0: Oh, okay. I think her name is like Phyllis. (laughs) You're really confusing me there. I was like, he... It was confusing me. When they were saying it at the end, it was confusing me. Because I'm like, when did her boyfriend come over? Her boyfriend, I
1: think, was the Afro-mustached fellow. I thought that was
0: Barb's boyfriend.
1: No, and then... Barb was like all over the the place, so maybe she had many boyfriends. that was taken away, that died, was the hockey player. The goalie, that was her boyfriend. Right, right, right. Chris. So... So, Phil, the glass, the girl with the glasses, and Barb, their bodies Okay, were so struggling. Phil, I didn't realize yeah. her
0: name was Phil. It's hard no to keep track of all their names. Yeah. No, no men were killed in it. So, yeah. Phil and Barb were... One guy was killed. The police officer. Oh, yeah. You're right. He had his throat slashed. Yep. He and was killed. You think... Uh, he left the house
1: to go kill that guy. Yeah.
0: How did he leave the house without anybody noticing? I don't know.
1: He got in without anybody noticing, you know? True. So, or just always been there. He's all drunk all the
0: time. Lives you know? he's
1: lived there forever. All the doors are all unlocked.
0: It's like the hunchback of Notre
1: Dame. Yeah, he, just just lives, like that. he just lives there forever. It was kinda like that. He might have been deformed. We don't know. Hey.
0: Yeah, he could have been. Yeah. Or the always, always uh, hiding in the shadows. The, um Oh my god. You think, um, he killed that. Little
1: girl, too, or no? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, that was probably on that the way on to the, the house, too. Yeah, okay, yeah, that could have been. I was, I was more so it probably a... happened around the same time, yeah, actually, yeah, it, it definitely did, yeah, same day that girl it, it happened first because it was when that girl was on the way home from school and then he killed the first girl at night in the school, right? So, so then, so then
0: yeah. the mom was already uh, reporting the girl the missing, them, yeah. yeah. Um, I was also going to mention the uh movie big man on campus another movie we did for this <laughs> podcast which was a hunchback that lived in a tower yeah in a clock tower in uh at a it's just school There's some
1: wild ridiculous scenes in that
0: yeah well i mean the i mean the movie by itself is insane its concept Im- is just yeah totally and foolish. The, <laughs> the name of the man, of the of the main character is bob maluga luga 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 Yes, I remember. He talked like this, Bob.
1: What a weird movie. What
0: he like this?
1: That's like... Was it entertaining when you rewatched
0: watched it? I think it was when I was eight. You know eight. what, though? It <laughs> does it does have some, like, entertaining values. Redeeming qualities? Yeah, there are some redeeming qualities to it. It is silly and stupid, but it's like... And it's bizarre, because yeah. it's like, why was this movie even made? But the guy who made that movie, he's the one who stars in, as the main character. That's what I thought. And he wrote it, and it was like a character he was developing in like stand up and things like that for a while. Oh, okay. Like he was developing this Bob that's character, and he would just be like, "I'm Bob, caveman, uh, whatever, push yeah. back." That's I don't know. It's just stupid. It's a weird. It's a fucking weird movie. How did we get to that point? <laughs> We're talking about how people living in attics oh, for a okay, long time. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> And this could have been this. It could have been Bob Maluga-luga-luga-luga-luga. Maluga, Maluga, Maluga. Okay. It could have been him. <laughs> it could have been him. He lived in this attic before he lived in that clock tower. Oh, all right. Uh <laughs> he got free college tuition. Right. That's nice. Um, the, the quotes we were trying to think of before, by the way, for the phone call mm-hmm. were, let me, let me lick your pretty pink cunt mm-hmm. or pig cunt. It we was, could never tell if they were saying because pink Because he was doing pig noises, too,
1: so that was kind of um, confusing. Suck my
0: juicy fat cock. And then when he, after he said those things multiple times on one phone call, at the end of it, he just said, I'm going to
1: kill you. Yeah, that was actually one of the creepiest parts, because that was like in a normal voice. Yeah. There was was, like, like, everything weird, else
0: was, yeah. Giving characters, and then I'm going to kill you. And it was, it was also weird, too, when he was repeating the stuff that Peter was saying because obviously he was listening yeah. to the things so that like made it extra weird and that also made you kind of think that maybe Peter was the killer yeah, because also he had some anger issues and problems going on oh, yeah. in his life uh, Peter was the boyfriend of the one, basically main character Jess and he had knocked her up there's like an abortion side story. Possible abortion. This is no Last American Virgin thing, but it's like I mean, a possible... I mean, she was like, I'm getting an abortion. It yeah, was she was... Well, no, I mean, <laughs> and he like, was against it. Right, that's what I mean. The side, It didn't happen. They no, didn't, no, no, no. didn't show her
1: go to like the clinic. No, there's no abortion scene no, in this No, there's no
0: like <laughs> clinic scene. This, You know, we don't have that. It's We're not taking the time to go through that. But I missed it the first time they talked about it. It must have been very quick. Because I don't know how I missed it. But I missed it. So then he brings it up like way later in the movie. I'm like, Whoa, we're yeah. just throwing an abortion stuff in like an hour into the movie. That's that's why he uh
1: he did so well or terribly at his recital. Right,
0: now I understand him doing so terribly at the Which, end recital.
1: Even for a guy, I thought he
0: was just losing his mind. It's, I thought it was just part of like he's losing his mind and like this is what they're trying to make you feel like he's the killer oh, because okay. like okay, well that probably could have
1: been part of it. Because too.
0: like a, because the first death happened before he found that news out. But they even even though like they're oh was that on of, the phone? Did she tell him that on the phone? She told him at where he was
1: practicing. She, she wanted to okay. talk to him. Okay, so she then went that there. is
0: after the first murder.
1: Yes. Yeah, so then, the like, so murder. it's
0: kind of like weird. Like, why would you think he's the murderer then if if he doesn't find this stuff out?
1: Well, they definitely tried to allude to that a lot, but they also tried to allude to maybe it wasn't like. Um, with the piano music, the clanging piano music playing when, like, scary stuff was happening yeah. in the background. Because he loses his mind and destroys that piano. Well, yeah, he piano. destroys that
0: piano. He calls her multiple times crying he's and, like... freaking out freaking during freaking his recital.
1: Out. He's sweating. And yeah.
0: But fr- when even when he calls, though, and he's, like, you know, freaking out and he's crying. And yeah. Then he's outside the house uh, with no jacket on. And he like, breaks the
1: window to get in the house. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. That's not really
1: a rational thing to do. Right.
0: Even if you're having like
1: a bad day, you know, right? You know, kicking windows at people's homes.
0: But for his benefit, I guess he. There are the police were there. There's a lot going on. Yeah. She's not answering the front door, stuff like that. So, still, I don't know if he should have broke the window. Probably not a good idea. Yeah. Uh, maybe just talk to her tomorrow. Yeah, she was probably drunk. She too. also should have just left the house.
1: Yeah, she didn't like do Like the that. police officer. That damn! What was that? Nash. sergeant said. Nash. He messed everything up. He messed
0: everything up. He was he, the worst. He didn't get the Felatio joke. <laughs> the number that Margot Kidder's character gave him was the first part of the phone number was Felatio. I think she was saying which house it was, and that was supposed to be like the Latin name
1: was fellatio. right? But she,
0: yeah, right. But this goes just goes along with like, and he's like she spell was just gonna, it, like she was just wanting to bang everybody, yeah. Like even this cop, yeah. Like, the cops were so weird. Cause you had that cop who's like the bumbly fuck up one. You had John Saxon who the dad from Nightmare on the Street. And he's like the serious cop. And then you have this like laughing guy. He's just laughing the whole time. I don't think did he have a line? I'm not sure. No, like, he just laughed. He just
1: giggled like the Joker the entire yeah. time.
0: He's just laughing and laughing. It almost reminds me of in uh what's the cop uh what's Observe and Report. <laughs> There's like the Ray Liotta is like the main cop, and then he's mm-hmm. like, but like the other cop is like that played by that guy from who played Clay on Eastbound and Down. Okay. But and they're like, he just laughs like almost the whole time. Yeah. And he's waiting in like the closet when he's going to tell Seth Rogen that he like doesn't get the <laughs> job. Yeah. And Seth Rogen gives this whole spiel of whatever, being it's like all sad and stuff. And he comes out, he's like, "Man, I thought that was gonna be real funny, and it turned out to be just real sad and fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> like that character was like, but the whole time he just like laughs at everything Ray Liotta does. It kind of like it's like weird. Little- laughing cop character. Yeah, he had two lines and then was just laughing. Yeah, just laughing the whole
1: time. Laughing at bumbling cops.
0: Yeah, just very, very weird uh, weird cop characters. And speaking of weird things uh, and, and Margot Kidder's character, she had a weird line about um, a townie. Somebody mentioned a townie being that raped. That was a weird line. And she she says, this is a quote from this movie, you can't rape a townie. Yeah, I didn't get... She, and she says it like this, you can't rape a townie. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, she like, was a really shitty person. She was. She was real <laughs> shitty.
0: But like saying something like that, like, like oh, well, if a townie gets raped, it's not rape, it's sex. Yeah. Because like townies just are asking. It not matter. Yeah. Townies are asking for it? I guess. What? What kind of weird shit is that?
1: I don't know. Just don't live in a town where they're going to build a college, I guess. Well, don't be a townie.
0: Yeah. Don't be considered a townie. Can you live in a town and not be considered a townie? Uh, I feel like you have to be like, like a towny I feel like you have to reach party like, with the, uh, the college kids. Yeah, I feel like you have to reach certain levels to be a townie. Yeah, you I feel like that guy with the town. afro and the mustache. He might have been. He was like a townie because he was forty years old. He looked old. <laughs> like he was forty years old, and when he was playing Santa Claus, he was one. He just wanted to bang Margot Kidder. Yeah, like, get these kids out of here. But he was calling her a bitch. Yeah, in front of five year olds. Lots of guys calling women bitches in this movie. Uh, but he was calling her a bitch. He said, ho, ho, fuck. Right? Well, he's, well a kid is on his lap. Yeah, kids are telling him what they want for Christmas. His hat is half on. His beard is half on. His mustache on. is sticking yeah, out. Yeah, his mustache <laughs> is sticking out. His giant fro <laughs> is sticking out. Yeah, the guy was a, he was a mess.
1: He was a townie then. I guess they could have raped him. Although, I guess it's not rape. Hmm.
0: You know? Yeah, it's it's really not rape. It's just free use. Uh, but you know, it's as far as like I any mean, of the kills go in this movie too. the they're not very gruesome. No, the bag one is a little bit more gruesome when you see her with the bag over her head. That part's a little. And intense, she has yeah. the bag over her head the rest of the movie while she's dead. Um, but then the hook to the lady's head, it's you don't really see it. Uh, Margot Kidder's cool, like, after... death is probably the most gruesome one. Yeah, where she's stabbed with that unicorn glass unicorn glass unicorn, yeah. unicorn thing. That's probably the most gruesome one. Even Peter, we don't see him die. No. We don't see him. Well, he's just dead. He blood out of his mouth and on his head. And I don't know if she clocked him or she stabbed him. I assume him she what? stabbed him with the poker end and maybe clocked him over the head. Yeah. I don't know, something like something along those lines. Um, but the Honestly, I'm going to say, say this. And while the killer is one of the weirdest characters in this movie. Well, yeah. I think the weirdest character in this movie is uh, Claire's dad. Oh, he was strange. This very strange man. I almost thought for a second that they were gonna allude that he was the killer. He was he was really Because weird. he was so weird. He was like totally disconnected from
1: reality. When he got hit with that
0: snowball, he was like <sighs> He got hit with that he was snowball so offended.
1: and that kid was like, sorry, I wasn't looking at what I was doing. He was like, You're throwing a
0: snowball at somebody. He didn't throw <laughs> it. Uh, one of the kids threw it that I, were on the bus. Oh, I thought he, he said I wasn't looking at what I was. He said I wasn't paying attention to the kids.
1: Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I thought he meant he wasn't paying attention to where he was throwing snowballs at.
0: <laughs> we never saw that guy again either. The long-haired guy who was didn't even show his Watching face, the kids,
1: they kind of his face was all covered up by his hair. Maybe, Maybe he, he was a the- killer. Oh my God, it
0: was him. <laughs> it could have been.
1: Damn, dude.
0: Yeah, we uh, the killer did have long hair. That's psycho. But, we, yeah, we never saw the killer's face, so we don't really know who that was. But, yeah, that, that the dad character was so weird. He just was, like, so upset that his daughter had posters in the room that were, like... Like a, a person's butt. Like not a even, just that, not even that one. The one, yeah, the middle... Fi- the, but just anything that was, like... Just like silly. He was like, I don't like this silly stuff and yeah, why like, send her here to be a good girl and I
1: didn't send her here to hang out with boys. It's like yeah.
0: okay. I didn't send her to college to just hang out with boys. Well he said he was gonna pull her out too, I think. Yeah, yeah. For hanging out with boys. And he was happy at first when he was gonna meet her and then
1: he got in that room and it was all downhill
0: from yeah. there. And then he went into a catatonic state after he found out That was like But, but you know what's funny though? That. He found out the he was so concerned about his daughter miss being missing, but when they did the whole, like, search party for the little girl... He started looking for her. He was, like... <laughs> leading the charge! Yeah. He was running out the door. Ah, forget my kid. Maybe he thought that, th- that it would, like, lead Maybe. to, like... But, yeah, he, like, he like, totally forgot. He, like, started leading the charge. And he gave up
1: after five minutes. Yeah. He's and, sitting there by the
0: barrel. <laughs> ah... He did give up so quickly, like right away. He's like, oh, "I got to go to this barrel fire and yeah. pull myself up." And then when they found that little girl's body, wasn't there was not like a weird motor sound going off. It was like a chainsaw motor. It did sound like
1: a chainsaw. I think it was the
0: snowmobiles, but it sounded like a. Chainsaw. It was like a motor. I was like, "Is her head caught in like a machine?" Like, like uh,
1: maybe they chopped her up with the chainsaw, and left it running because everybody
0: was so appalled. That woman screamed,
1: "Yeah!" Like you, uh, the you woman knew screamed. For the dead-
0: dad, uh, Claire's dad like, walked up and was like, Oh Yeah. Oh. He was, like, freaking out. The mom obviously screamed when she sees her dead daughter. So maybe they were alluding
1: to a chainsaw, but I don't think a chainsaw would run all day and no. then all night. It was just... I think it was those prototype snowmobiles that first came out when this movie was made.
0: It's very true. With
1: the guy smoking the stogie and the ski mask on. He was, like, the leader of the uh, the party. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's what that was.
0: Well, speaking of search party, though... Once that little girl was dead they found the body, the police just let the townies be run wild the, run with guns. They just turned into a mob.
1: Yeah. A, they're a wild a, mob a
0: police okayed mob. Looking in people's windows,
1: spying on people, running around with loaded shotguns. Try other torches. Yeah. Pitchforks. Not a good idea. That's yeah. it. you know what though? L- listening to uh, Nick's podcast talking about like monsters and stuff back then and myths and stuff, that was a common thing. Yeah. People running around with weapons looking for yeah. monsters or, I guess, criminals. Yeah. Especially in that era, like in the 70s. So
0: weird. I, I'll i keep being reminded of movies as we're talking about this, and I can't help Like it. angry posses. But in, remember the movie The Animal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then there's the mob in that, and yeah. Norm MacDonald is, like, asking all the questions at the mob. Yeah. He's like, what if we got here first? Well, there, he's... Trying to get a a, a place in line. I don't know. What he's the joke behind. He's that? like asking him all these questions, and at one point he's like, "All right, back of the mob." <laughs> yeah, it's like banishing people from the mob. <laughs> yeah, but Norman <Norbert laughs> McDonald's the one that's like pestering the, yeah. the cop yeah. for all the the questions. Yeah, but yeah, that was a common thing back then, I guess. Yeah, which is weird. But yeah, this so that this search party true. was like this mob, but it was like the police were okay with it. They mentioned it like, "Oh, we're helping the police. We're the search party." Yeah. And the guy has a shotgun. Yeah. Citizens run around with little weapons. Well, there was that farmer that shot a cop. Yeah, he shot that guy right in the ass. So maybe
1: that should be like He oh, wasn't even maybe part of this isn't the a good idea. But he wasn't
0: even part of the search party. Who? The, the old man? Co- yeah, the old man. No, you know what? The, the he cops was mad about it were going it was, door to door. Yeah.
1: He's walking, he's like, it's on my property." <laughs> he shot that guy in the ass. And He's like, "I would do it again." <laughs>
0: <laughs> like a like a pellet gun or something. There you he go. He said bird yeah, shot. Yeah, bird shot in the ass. Yeah. Oh boy! That was so many weird characters in this
1: movie. This is why angry mobs are bad. Well, that wasn't part of the angry mob. That's still, that's that still—that's why you don't cops. run around like that's—that's that's what I'm saying. A guy at his house was acting irrationally with his weapon. You don't send other people out to run around and,
0: and act irrationally well, with their weapons.
1: They were being creepy too. They were
0: creeping inside they're, windows, yeah, smiling, and, looking girls. So they just want to tell windows. the girls that they're out there, which is nice, I guess. Like to know, yeah. like you're, you know, you're here and you're.
1: One of the other things, one of the most interesting scenes or like idea through it is how they're tracking the call and they have the lineman from the, the phone company trying to figure out where the call is froming, coming from. I have no idea how he was finding out where that phone call is coming from and that weird pseudoscience like telephone. um, What would it be? Not a factory, but that giant mainframe they had. He's just running around randomly looking at what, I don't know, to find out where this phone call is coming from. Because there's no lights or diodes. He doesn't have a gauge that's telling him where to go. Right. It's just like a giant maze of weird clinky clanky machines. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. (laughs) But that's how it worked, I guess. But how did it work? He just like, did he have a... Six cents for it? It didn't make any sense. He had sense.
0: to hear the one
1: that was going off. He had to hear he the... He did do that at one point. He took a phone he had on his uh, hip and hooked it up to a line, and he listened to the call.
0: Yeah, but he had to find the one line that was, like, making the noise or whatever. That's I don't know. what he was know. looking for. But that was another thing. It was so loud in there. <laughs> How could he hear that individual? That that was Tracing so weird. a call in 1974
1: was almost impossible. Yeah, and they had one guy do it. He must have been the best ever. But
0: just for that town, <laughs> for that town, it for was that a, area, it's like a giant factory. But imagine, of phone machines. imagine all the phones that were in one town. It was even—I okay. would say—it was
1: probably a city. Okay, it was larger. maybe
0: maybe a city or county. That guy could have been the phone person for a county. Imagine all the phones in a county. So one guy's doing that. Imagine all the one guys that used to have that job. It—it'd be like that used to be a job that somebody had. <laughs> And know, the internet and phone cell code. phones have taken away that, that, jo- oh, that guy's
1: yeah. job. It took, it took his job. Well, you know what? He's probably thankful because that seemed pretty
0: goddamn tough. Uh, well, yeah, but you also and got... And like, maybe mostly guesswork. A lot of the time, you probably got to sit around and do nothing. Yeah, how often are they tapping phone lines in the early but, 70s? But then when they did, you probably got real yeah. excited. Yeah.
1: Oh, he got out of his chair. He was sitting in the past I mean, eight months. I got a
0: mission. I can do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was good. He was probably the only one that was good. But yeah, it was like... The factory was like a bunch of moving pistons going up and down, and you had to find the one that was acting irregularly, so you knew that was the one where the phone was coming from, or the call was coming from. I don't know. Some pseudoscience, but it worked out. They found out where it was coming from, so yeah. Yeah. It,
0: he, it, he did it, his job. It did work out in the end. Um, he was dedicated, too. Yeah. He, he was he, probably the he most was, dedicated He was able to tell to. them that the calls yeah. were coming from inside the house, and the way they were... Was that the house had two phone lines. Yeah.
1: they so do mention at one point, it was like, but nobody called on that line.
0: Yeah. So it was the phone line in the house mom's room. hmm It was her phone. Yeah. That he was using. So he had to s- scurry Flip down, down that, or yeah. maybe he dragged it up into the attic with him. <laughs> phone cord reached maybe. that
1: long. I don't know. People used to do that. Put like 40 foot cords on oh phone yeah to, and take, to be able attic. to
0: take the phone everywhere yeah. with them right somebody would have noticed a phone cord going into the attic though that's
1: probably true yeah i don't know they're all
0: so pissed up lot of time <laughs> yeah they were they were pretty they were pretty messed up yeah. uh and there and then you know once everybody dies and jess is left alone in the house by herself very weird why wouldn't the cops take her to the hospital yeah she was also in a catatonic state uh They took the dad. They did a shit job searching the house. Yeah. Because they they didn't go in the fucking attic. They didn't go in the attic. Where the other two bodies were and the bad guy. Two bodies. (laughs) So the dad doesn't even really fully know that his daughter is... Well, he has to assume at this point. Uh, But like, doesn't know where the body is. Yeah, that panic attack. So there's that. And then, yeah. And then you find out that... We'll we'll call him Billy. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, that's what he kind of kept referencing himself as. Yeah. Uh, Billy is still in the attic.
1: Yeah, and they got the one lone cop outside. And, and he says, you
0: know, Agnes, don't tell him what we did. Is there another killer? Is there Agnes? Maybe that's where the girl noises were coming from. It, it could have been, because at some points it
1: sounded like there's two voices at once. Right. Or somebody making a noise and another so person talking. So, obviously
0: this is a the scenario. There's two. Yeah. It's either maybe there's Billy and Agnes, two mm-hmm. people, or Billy is Agnes. Yeah. It's a split personality Norman Bates situation. Which,
1: even in this, when he referred to Billy, he referred to Billy in the third person a lot. Right. So, it could be the case.
0: Yeah. 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 I, we, we don't know. And we don't know who Billy was. And we never Or will. why Billy was killing. Uh, it's just one of those uh, ambiguous, non endings. There's an ending, but there's left open. Yeah. I shouldn't say non ending. It's not. We've seen that before in movies where it's just like. Here's the end. What? Yeah. This is the end of the movie? We're not going to do anything else here? We're just going to... Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. This is this is the way we're ending it. But this one was fine. It satisfying, I, yeah. I, yeah, I like that the, the ending is ambiguous. I, I, I don't think I would have liked if it would have been like... Oh, this was the killer. And they arrested him and, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's just like that's like a typical thing to do. And I like that it was left ambiguous. I like that he's still alive. They got the wrong it makes person. It, it makes the
1: movie scarier. Yeah, too, they you got know? the wrong nothing person. Ends,
0: yeah, and nothing ends. And she's still in the house, and he's yeah. still in the house. And he's gonna kill her, obviously. Yeah. So, I think I I, I like that type of ending. <gasps> um, I think I mentioned last week though that this movie was directed by. Um, Bob Clark, who did uh, a Christmas story. Yeah, the opposite of this movie. The opposite of this movie. <laughs> so from a horror Christmas movie, kind of Christmas movie, um, to a one of like the all time best Christmas movies. Oh yeah. A lot of people hate that movie.
1: Um, I think it's I've people. That,
0: yeah. I think it's people of a certain age. I guess you could say millennial types, younger millennials, which because uh-huh. unfortunately, like we are at the End? The end of it, yeah. Or we're at the start of it, I guess, right? Because it's like we're barely millennials. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. You're right it's like yeah, we're, yeah. It's like it was like that one year gap weirdness, essentially, in. yeah. So. Um, but it's like young millennial types usually hate this movie, I think, because it was on TV all the time on Christmas Day. But I love that it was on TV all the, all day Christmas Day. I still put it on the whole day. because well, I, two things, it wasn't always like that when we were kids. At one year, they're just like, all right, it's on all the time. Um, I remember them decade, doing it a lot when I was a kid. It would always be on TNT, and yeah. it would always be for 24 hours. It would always be 24 hours of a Christmas story. Yeah.
1: Because TNT, and, they need to go hang out with their family at Christmas. So
0: yeah. They just put that movie on loop. On loop. <laughs> and I, I, I still love that movie. It's fucking great. I yeah. think it's a hilarious It's awesome. Movie. Uh, there is a sequel to that movie. I've seen it before. It's called Something Summer. My Summer Story? Yeah, and it's or, no, no reoccurring story? actors at all. No, I've seen it too. Um, and then they did a sequel to A Christmas Story... That came out like two years ago. Maybe last year even. It's called A Christmas Story 2. What? And Daniel Stern is in it. What? Yeah, Daniel Stern's the dad. (laughs) Awesome. That's a great dad character. Uh, Yeah, but yeah, there's a legit... How have I ever heard of that? Sequel. Last year, you said? Christmas Story 2.
1: Decent ratings?
0: 2012. Never mind, not last year. That was not last year. I felt like it came out not long ago. Oh, not great. But it could be good. Who you know, knows? He's just trying to be Ralphie again. It's just a direct-to-video sequel, almost yeah. like, you know, what we watched last week with Richie Rich. But Ugh, instead... Don't remind me. Uh, but this guy who directed The Christmas Story 2 did Flintstones, Jingle All the Way. Oh, I love those. So some... some... I'm sure
1: Jingle All the Way doesn't have great reviews on uh, IMDb. No, nah, so... but I mean... never it's still entertaining. How did you not love Jingle All the Way? Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Could you ask for more? No.
0: So, the, um, what was the, I think it's called My Summer Story or something, or, um, I don't really remember.
1: I remember seeing it before, and, uh, the dad from Beethoven is the dad in this one. Yes, Charles Grodin is the dad, yes. And
0: it's called My Summer, My Summer Story. If I remember correctly, one of the bigger
1: problems in, uh, in this one is like the dogs from next door that come over and knock the turkey over. They're like so, a reoccurring problem in the new in the summer story.
0: I don't remember it as my summer story. I remember it seeing it on like HBO and stuff as It Runs in the Family. Okay. And that's what it's called too. It's there's two titles right. basically for for the movie. Um My Summer Story and It Runs in the Family. I remember it as It Runs in the Family. Um but yeah, that is, Charles Grodin is in that one. Mm. I actually don't remember, I remember kind of liking that. I You know, I remember seeing it before knowing it was a sequel to right. um, Christmas Story. I'm sure and, I
1: saw it in like the description on Comcast or whatever saying yeah, A sequel to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Kieran Culkin
0: plays Ralphie, Macaulay younger Culkin's brother. younger brother. Okay. And uh, then the mom is played by Mary Steenberg. And, okay. Uh, Which is funny, because Mary Steenburgen and Charles Grodin, around that same time in 94, were in Clifford together. Oh, boy. And that's a fantastic movie. That is a fantastic movie. That is an unbelievably (laughs) fantastic movie. Yeah, literally the same year. Oh, really? They're in a movie together, playing love interests. They're a super duo. In two movies in the same year. They can do no wrong. They can do... I don't know. they remember... two movies together. I don't know. They could have been in more movies together, but um, I don't But I do know.
1: remember also enjoying that. I don't think I saw the whole thing for whatever reason, but I do remember what I saw.
0: I enjoyed I thought it was good. Still directed by Bob Clark. Yeah. He yeah he that directed both of them. So, yeah that, yeah, that definitely helps. I think, too, it was the same house as the...
1: Or the one in Christmas story. It um, seems like it. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: I know you I know you can, like know you can go house. see that house. It's in like Cleveland Cleveland area. Mm-hmm. And it's like the Christmas story house. Do they have the like lamp in it during Christmas? Yeah, they I think you can go see it all year round. Is it owned by
1: like a person who lives there, you think?
0: Um, I don't know if they live there. I think it's, it's like strictly just a tourist attraction. That's cool. They've just turned it into yeah. Just a straight-up tour. There's track. a guy in
1: town near here who throws up the light lamp every year during Christmas. My like a full-size My dad lamp.
0: has a full-size leg <laughs> lamp, yes. Does your mom love it? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they love it. But it's weird, though, that, like, Bob Clark, um, he passed away, but he went on to do some, like, kids' movies, and he did Baby Geniuses and Baby G- Geniuses 2, Super Babies. Somebody was just talking about that Super on... Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. I
1: think Paul Rudd was talking about that on Conan, uh... Needs yeah, because
0: he was gonna instead of showing a clip from Mac and Me, he they was were gonna, gonna show a, baby clip, a clip from yeah. Baby Geniuses. <laughs> was that on the Conan podcast? Or it was that... on
1: Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Yeah. yeah, They were talking about showing the Mac and Me clip. Yeah,
0: which is genius. Well, yeah. So, yeah, it works out. It does work out, but uh, so yeah, Black Christmas is is a is a fine movie. Um, unfortunately, there's some people online that hated it. I don't know why. Here's this person said it's a lump of coal. <laughs> this is a real letdown. The movie goes on and on, but it really doesn't say much. It doesn't have a good cast, and that helps. But it makes you it, oh, it does have a good cast, and that helps. But it makes you wonder what the hell were they think were they thinking when they agreed to star in this snooze? It's long. It's boring. We never learn the identity of the killer, and or his motive. Uh, near the end of the movie, the guy who was nothing but a saint is killed. I don't know about that. I mean... Peter was not... He's a maniac, he's a too. He yeah, was he's smashing just, up pianos. He's calling her being crazy. Yeah. He called her a bitch because she didn't want to get married to him. Yeah, tell her what to do. Yeah. Yeah. He's not really a saint. Yeah, <laughs> telling her what to do. Yeah, not a saint. And takes the fall for the killings. But the real killer is still lurking in the house, and they never find the one girl... Found the one girl who was killed with the plastic bag who still sits in the attic. Good thing the police did such an intense search for the house. Well, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's point. kind of funny, but it's not <laughs> makes it bad movie. This is a stupid, bad ending. I just pray the remake fixes a stupid ending of this crapper, and I hope this the stars remove it from their resume. I give it the lump of coal.
1: Boy, what was this guy's name? This
0: was uh, in two thousand six, so right right around the time of the remake. <laughs> I just think it's
1: funny when they incorporate things like lumps of coal in the like uh, to fit the theme of the movie. Just like, come yeah. on, like you're trying to be a writer of some this sort.
0: This one person, person calls it a quasi pornographic. What? There's nothing pornographic about this movie. The girls were the one girl was sexual, but the one girl is reading the Playboy magazine. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. People are people are weird.
1: <laughs> More maybe like erotica with the the sweet sex talk
0: over the phone that he was uh, engaging in. That's I, about it. I don't know. I don't. know. I have no idea why anybody would think this. Uh, but, uh, so that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you, Pat, for joining uh, once again. Obviously, well, you know Nick is not here. and uh, But next week on the podcast, I really was really hoping I could reveal this for Nick. But <laughs> now he's going to get even a bigger surprise <laughs> when he comes back next week. And I tell him, or I don't even tell him, just turn it on. Uh-oh. And this is what we're watching. He's going to be mad. <laughs> We're watching 2014 Comedy Family Christmas film. All one hour and 19 minutes of Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no, dude. He's going to be... He might kill himself. (laughs) When is this from? From 2014. Oh, man. That's going to be rough. Oh, yeah. I want to opt out of that one. Oh,
0: yeah. Kirk Cameron's (laughs) Saving Christmas. Did he pay for this?
1: Because I think there was a point in time where he's just making his own movies. Oh, yeah. I don't uh, think anybody uh, else wanted Fireproof <laughs>
0: was one of them. I've seen that. My it's grandpa fantastic. owned that movie. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It is. A, uh, there's, like, a good, like... You know how, like, the they have those, like, uh, compilations on YouTube of, like, The Room and, like, Troll 2. Mm-hmm. There's one for Fireproof of, like, all the best scenes. Cool. Oh, man. It's so amazing. <laughs> he has this whole thing about, like... A big part of the movie is, like, he's, like, always, like jerking off to all this porn on his computer and he always says he's like looking at boats i'm looking at boats yeah alone i'm looking at boats
1: how does he tie like religion to that
0: oh because like you jerk it off instead of having sex being with loving his wife and okay at one point he just beats the shit out of his computer with a bat and his neighbor sees him and is like what's going on it's like there's always this weird like it's almost like the guy in happy gilmore that keeps seeing him and shaking his head it's like that it's like his neighbor (laughs) keeps seeing him do crazy stuff yeah, it's a lot of this a, a, Fireproof is a whole other beast It's a whole fucking weird movie I bet But I, I, I can, genuinely cannot wait to watch Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas I'm sure Nick will be excited Oh man, it's going to be fantastic It's not even a full hour and a half long It's even more perfect it Trimmed all the fat out of it <laughs> Just to hammer it down Perfect
1: I feel like you go through stuff sometimes You're like, what will Nick hate? <laughs> ah he'll hate this no
0: it's not even that that what will nick hate it's like it's just like i know that both of us will like get so much to talk about out of a movie like this yeah but he like becomes
1: more expressively upset right with a lot of stuff oh yeah yeah definitely like the the homeward bound one he was not happy about that
0: What do you mean we love watching Homeward Bound? He was very upset about watching dogs telepathically talk to each other. The idea of watching it, yes, but then when we watched it and we talked about it, we enjoyed ourselves and had a lot of fun. Yeah, he had fun afterwards, you know,
1: but he was not happy about the concept and having to go through watching it. No, but it was
0: hilarious, (laughs) and watching those dogs stare at cameras for hours was hilarious.
1: I never really thought about that, but I haven't watched it since I was like ten, so that makes sense. So yes.
0: Next week, Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on Hulu. Oh boy. You can watch it everywhere. Good luck. And it's the perfect time of year to for Kirk Cameron to save Christmas for us. <laughs> so I, I honestly I cannot wait to watch this one because it is it's I know it's gonna be absolutely absurd. So Porpym Room Breakdown, I'm Corey that's pat not nick and come back next week for more of the best of the worst it's the best of the